T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, he'll practice, and we'll see see where he's at. You know, we're just taking it day by day and see kind of how he's feeling, and not only during practice but also after practice. So he'll he'll work today. Yeah, um, he actually did well. Uh, a little stiff um, right after the game, but he's uh, he's doing well now. So. Yeah, so we talked about that um, this morning and and really uh, Monday. So just giving them a heads up on kind of what to expect. And then we dug into the game plan from there. But um, it, until you get there, if you haven't been there, it's hard to explain, right? Yeah, I mean, you tell them, but they got to see it. But they're, we're giving them a heads up on all that, so. Coach, the, Nick Sirianni's in his second year. You guys saw them pretty early last season. How much have they developed since you, you all saw them up there last year? Yeah, first of all, Nick's done a great job with that team, um, as, as has Howie Roseman uh, in the general manager position. So, um, but they've, yeah, they're way more familiar with the schemes. Uh, they've got a great defensive scheme. They've got a great offensive scheme. And, and the players... Uh, they're they're more comfortable in with both both sides of that. Yeah. And obviously a you you had a feeling coming out of training camp. The guys seemed to get along and as it went on, the season went on, you saw the growth, especially from the young kids, that back end, the secondary, uh, Sky Moore, some, some of the young guys that were getting uh, decent play time, you could really see the growth there. Uh, and it was hard from, I'm sure, a public standpoint to see, but we were seeing it 
from our side, just how they handled certain plays and leverages and, and so on. So, um, but I, I was impressed with that. And then the new guys that were veteran players that came on, uh, they, they had to get used to a new system. So a couple of them have been in systems for quite a while. And uh, so they had to get used to a new system, new way of practicing, new, and all those things that go with that. So, uh, but they, um, they tried it and they weren't afraid to dive in and try it. And they, you know, it worked out for them. And they got better every week likewise, just more familiar with, uh, with the schemes. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the oldest one is Carlos. I mean, you know, Carlos comes in and, and uh, he's very, very smart. Um, he's been in the league a long time. And, uh, and so he, he was kind of looking around, not sure what was going on. And uh, as far as, like, what are these guys doing here? Um, way different than maybe what he did before. But he tried it. He bought in and then... Like I said, he's very smart, so he helped out George and the other guys, that, uh, the young guys, and, and yet fit in with Chris, which I knew he would because they work out together during the offseason, but um, fit in with the other guys. So. I, I know you've, when we talk about protecting the quarterback, you, know, you always talk about, I can do a better job, right? The, the play calling part of it is certainly an equation, the offensive line, but, but how much is on the quarterback? You've got the two best sacking defenses out there how, how much can the quarterback or how much does the quarterback uh, control you know whether or not he's going to get knocked out yeah well, I mean if you hang out of the ball against the two fronts um, you know you're good chance you're going to get knocked down um, however both of them can move which is a plus, which is a plus um, so that that kind of I'm sure both both guys will evaluate that and exactly where and how they can move uh how much time they have to move so it, um, but they they have control of that you know and then um, to a point i mean if the play's covered to me that's you missed on the call if the whole play's covered and he has to move run around there's nobody open that's different so. coach juju Yeah, so I, I think he will be able to do that. He's in a good place. Um, the main thing is that um, we let that calm down. And it, right now it's doing great. So uh, <laughs> very optimistic right now. But And his want to is all in there. So, um, But we'll just see where it goes. Andy, uh, over the years you've gone from being coach general manager and having a lot of personnel control and that and I, I sense now that obviously it really is all in Brett's hands. How, how did you arrive at sort of that concept that I, I should let go of that and how, how much has it just sort of liberated you to just coach? Yeah, I mean, once I started doing that, you end up spending a lot of time doing that and if you're going to do it right. And so um, it takes away from, you can't, it's hard to do both. <clears throat> and so I, I felt like I got into this because I wanted to coach. And on top of that, I've got guys around me that are really good, uh, 
Brett Veach is really good. Doris was good, and and so let those guys do their job, and then I'll focus in on the football part. Uh, something I really wanted to get back to and enjoy, and, and enjoy you know I enjoy that part. So, Coach uh, Sky Moore after the game said that there were times this season when he didn't want to be back there with Drew Hunt because he lost confidence. But then he said, if you guys had confidence in him, he should have confidence in himself. And, and, and now he feels like he, he's gained that. What does that say about him that he was be, he went through that, got over it, and then he was in that spot and came through in such a big moment? Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> you're gonna comfort's a crazy deal. So you're coming off a senior year, a college year, where you're the man. Uh, you're asked to do something different, and all of a sudden you're not the man, and it's tough. Uh, how do you handle that? And so I think that that's an that was an important lesson for him uh, to fight through uh, whatever anxieties he had at that time about being back there. And that will carry him. That's a foundation that will carry, he'll carry with him throughout his career. That I can, you know, if I battle and really focus and work through something, I can do it. And I, I think that's important for young guys. And like I said, I mean, you know, he, he did it. And he, uh, he's more comfortable now receiving those. Coach, to that point, you talk about having a lot of trust in your guys, even when they make mistakes throughout the season, especially, uh, specifically like Sky and, and Harrison. Uh, when you get to this point in the season, how important is that to have that trust and keep going back to those guys uh, when you need them you know, at the end of the season? Yeah, well, they've got to feel that. I mean, they, uh, the worst, worst thing is when, okay, I had a hiccup over here, um, and you know, nobody, nobody's hanging with you. <laughs> You're kind of out on that island. And uh, so I think it's important that you support them. And, and as long as they're willing to get better, support them. And uh, that's, you know, that's what we did. It wasn't just me. I mean, it was other people, too. So uh, we saw the talent and, and they, you know, two different situations. I mean, Sky being a rookie and Butt's been here a while, so. It was just a matter of working through it. All right, we're going to go right across the front row, we'll start with Karen. We'll come right here and finish up. Coach, um, next week, you know there's a lot of distractions. So how can you get any serious work in among all of the other obligations? You can. Yeah, you can. Uh, Ted does a good job of kind of managing that. And, and then it's important that you uh, – we have an office. We'll have an office. Each coach will have an office, so you can focus in on that. Players will have meeting rooms. You can focus. They can focus in when they're in there. Um, so yes, you can. But on the other hand, Karen, we want to get it done here. Get our <clears throat> get the foundation of it put in here, and then when we're down there, we can go back and review it. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, I'm very proud of those guys. I mean, they're, I mean, I know them personally, so I'm proud. Um, and they uh, are tough guys, tough-minded. They're good leaders. They're fun to be around. Um, and they're good football players. Um, I, I think generally that, that 
know, now each one's an individual and has, has its own, they, each one has their own characteristics, but that, in general, I would tell you that about great team guys. Yeah. And Reddick, Reddick went to uh, school, you know, my son and both my sons, so one was coaching, one was playing. Yeah, so I think it'll be tough for him. I mean, he—I I doubt uh, that he'll—he'll he'll make the the Super Bowl. But listen, I like I said, my—he—he he was not going to be denied the other day, and it's a, I mean, it's a tribute to the kid. He, you know, he just—he pushed himself uh, like no other, and uh, he's a tough—he's a tough nut now, man. He's all smiles with you, but he, uh, when it comes down to playing, he is a tough, tough kid. You know. Yeah, I love his personality. He, he, uh, he, he's, he's a guy that um, you can talk to and uh, communicates well. He, um, he's got a fire to him that, that you appreciate and the players appreciate. Um, a personality, you know, uh, is what I'm saying, a good personality that way. So, and he's smart. I had a chance to talk to him, and he's a smart kid, so. He's, and he, I think he's perfect for Philadelphia. That's a tough place, and he's a tough kid, and he relates well with the people there. Yeah. Now, yeah. So, yeah, we're we're doing. The game plan now. So today would normally be uh, um, a two, uh, Wednesday instead of a. Uh, this today for us is Wednesday, even though it's Thursday to everybody else. So, um, but the one thing we gained as coaches is that we gained an extra day to game plan. So, and, and you can just kind of take your time and make sure you're nice and thorough. We didn't rush into it. And um, so. That that was that's the positive, and then uh, tomorrow is Friday. It will be like a Thursday, and Saturday will be like a Friday, and and then we hop on the plane and go. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's done a great job. He uh, um, has had some huge catches for us at in timely at, at, at timely times of of a game. I just uh, uh, big big plays and respect him for that. And great catches. Uh, not these things weren't easy. I mean, he he, uh, he made some really nice grabs. So, and he's a. It's, we're different than Green Bay. It's a different system than Green Bay. He's another one of those guys that's adapted and done it with a smile on his face. And, and so it's not something where you're pulling teeth with him. He, uh, he, he's done a real 
real nice job of accepting all the the newness of uh, the offense. All right, that was Andy Reid out at Arrowhead. A lot there. We're expected to hear from Mahomes in the next minute or so, but uh, unfortunate news from McCall Hartman. Andy Reid was asked about his injury status. He said, quote, it will be tough for him. I doubt he will make the Super Bowl. So uh, we might have seen the last game uh, from McCall Hartman in the Chiefs uniform. That will be an offseason, uh, of course, discussion. But let's go right back out there. Arrowhead and here from number 15. How you doing? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I just was generally sore, I think, from the game. and It was a physical game. I mean, my whole body was a little sore. So uh, I don't think I had any step backwards or anything like that. I know, like, re-aggravation of the ankle, um, just uh, the general the little bit of pain I had playing with it. Uh, but other than that, I feel like I'm in a good spot. Pat, uh, you know, on, on that point of that last run of, of the game, you know, that was one of your fastest runs, you know, in your time in the league. Yeah, I think it was um, a big moment, obviously. So you have some adrenaline pumping, um, and I had to get the first down, and I had a pretty fast dude chasing me. And I've always said I'm just faster than the guy chasing me, so that was probably the reason I ran that fast. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be on the world stage um, and uh, have two black quarterbacks uh, start in the Super Bowl, I think it's special. And I've learned more and more about the, the history of the black quarterbacks since I've been in this league. And uh, uh, the guys that came before me and, and Jalen set the stage for this. And now I'm just glad that we can kind of set the stage for guys that are uh, kids that are coming up now. And so uh, uh, it'll be a great game uh, two, against two great teams and against another great quarterback. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to go out there and try to do what we can to, to win against a great team. Pat, to follow up on what Eric was saying, just you mentioned the future and all the players that have looked up to you, and I'm sure they also look up to Jalen too. What do you see that the future going forward for black quarterback because of this, that this sort of moment for you guys, the needs for the youth that we're looking at? Yeah, I think you've seen over, over time, it's uh, whenever – a guy like Doug Williams or uh, Michael Vicker, Donovan McNabb go out and, and play great football. It gives other guys like me and Jalen chances to, to have this uh, platform and have this spot on the uh, NFL team. And so if we can continue to, to show that we can consistently be great, um, I think it'll just continue to open doors uh, for other kids growing up to, to follow their dreams and be a quarterback of the NFL team. And uh, it's, uh, it's good that we have guys like Jalen on the other side because he's a great, a great person and obviously a great quarterback. I haven't heard from them uh, this week, um, but uh, I mean, I, I know I, I talk to those guys every once in a while, and uh, we we have a lot of great quarterbacks uh, in in this league, and I'm glad that I'm a part of it, um, and uh, we'll continue to evolve the game and, and set the standard the right way, and uh, it's it's happened before us, and we'll continue to to go after us as well. Yeah, I mean, they have a great defensive coordinator, first off. Um, uh, he, he does a lot of different things. Uh, their scheme has evolved because of the players that he has. Um, they have great all-pro pro bowlers at every single level. Um, and so they continue to add talent, man. And uh, they have a lot of great players, veteran players, and mixed with young players. And, I mean, they're, they're one of the number – and I don't know if they're number one, but they're one of the top defenses in the league for a reason. Um, and uh, they get after the quarterback. So it will be a great challenge for us um, to go out there and try to have some success. Patrick, I mentioned a lot. 
Yeah, I think it was just an in-game um, a thing more than anything. It wasn't something I, I thought about in the off season, but I think uh, when you've been in some big games now a, a couple years in a row, you've learned from your mistakes. And I felt like the year before, I let one state kind of compound into to two, three, or whatever it was. Whereas this game, this this last one, instead of worrying about, man, I made a huge mistake and we probably could have had a good chance of not putting the game away, but giving ourselves a, a big lead. Um, let's not let's not magnify it. Let's just, just move on to the next play. Continue what you were doing throughout the entire game. And um, we didn't necessarily have a lot of a ton of yards after that, but I didn't make another mistake. And then whenever the time came, I was able to make a play in order to to get us in the field goal range. On the, on the run, we were talking earlier the, at the end of the game. Uh, there's plenty of photos. I'm not saying you weren't, you know, hit illegally. There's plenty of photos showing where you were. You were out of bounds. Mm. You were hit. But uh, is there kind of an art form to maybe help and sell it? Uh, was there a little? Um, that, that you know helps because it, you're moving like you said, at a high rate of speed. That that can be kind of dangerous. You I, throw yourself down like that. Yeah, I think it was more. I, the most pain I had was stopping. So once he pushed me, it would have been hard to put my foot in the ground and try to stop. So I, I kind of just I, I rolled through it, and you get over there with the heaters and the the benches and people. Um, that's where a lot of times people get hurt, and I, I think that's the reason that there's, there's a flag for getting pushed out of bounds like that late. Um, and so uh, once I got pushed, I just tried to roll and try to not hurt people and not hurt myself. And um, the flag was called. I mean, I was pretty pretty far out of bounds. It was probably the furthest I've been out of bounds before I've been hit. Um, so uh, I just I rolled through it. The flag was thrown the right way, and it got us in the field goal range. Patrick, you mentioned on a, a couple of occasions that One of you guys go back, wasn't the same thing as the COVID, and now you're going to explore the spectacle that is the Super Bowl. How much sweeter do you think it will be just knowing how hard it is to, to get there and how much more do you think you'll enjoy it? Yeah, no, it'll, it'll, it'll be awesome, man. And you get there the first time and you don't know what to expect and you're kind of just you're kind of going through a whirlwind of media days and, and you have practice, but it's not the normal schedule you usually have and um, meetings and trying to find time to watch film and everything like that, whereas now you have a plan. Um, Chad was with me last time, so I have a plan with him already. Um, we, we're going to be able to go out there and do what we usually do throughout a week with the added stuff that we have to do. And so uh, uh, it, it, it's nice to have that experience before. I can teach other guys and help them along as well because um, even though we're, it's the same team, we have a lot of new players. And so I'm excited to get these guys down there to get that experience. And at the end of the day, you want to win the game. So I just want to make sure those guys keep that in mind. You mentioned teaching the, you mentioned teaching the young guys, but what, when you look back on 2019, what was that one thing that you wish you would have known that you were sharing with those guys? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just trying to give them a, a blueprint of how the week goes. Um, obviously, you, you can see it on the schedule, um, but I, I want them to see it from a player's perspective of how, you, how much stuff you have to do outside of football and how you can still manage that and get your stuff done the right way. And so uh, the Super Bowl week special, it's a special week. Um, but it's not about being down there for the week of the Super Bowl. It's about winning the game, and I want guys to keep that at the front of mind. And so uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the whole entire week, but make sure you're prepared to go out there and play your best football as well. Okay, Questions? Four, guys, we're start with Adam. Go ahead. Patrick, uh, after playing with MBS for a full season now, what are the things you've learned about him as a player? Yeah, he's extremely talented, man. Uh, he works extremely hard. He's extremely talented. Obviously, um, anytime you have a new, new guy, you have to get on that same page. I think you all saw that throughout the season. Um, but at the end of the day, what I saw was he was getting open and I just had to make the throws. And so even in the game last game, I felt like there were throws I made that weren't necessarily the perfect, perfect passes and he was able to make plays happen. Um, and he does a good job of not only um, running his own routes, but when he was kind of that last guy out there, he was helping other guys get in the right position. And so that, that's, that's a testament to him studying the game plan and knowing the entire concept of the game plan and not just his, his routes. Nate, I remember Patrick Hyde. 
where he is now, where do you feel like you had to help him get through this rookie season? And um, were there other veteran guys that you felt that you know, had an impact on him where he is now? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I. Um, he was extremely talented and had all the, the tools and wanted to work. And I think that was a big thing. And uh, as he learned patience and, and able to, to hit the hole and still get those extra yards but having patience, you saw the run game take off. And then protection-wise, he's gotten better and better and doesn't make the same mistake. And so uh, it, it took all of us uh, to help him. And, I, and obviously, I had some impact there. But I think Jarek McKinnon was probably the biggest impact uh, for him. And he, he was willing to teach. And you all see Jarek blocking and running routes and doing all and running the football and how – much of the veteran presence he is, but he, I mean, he's basically like a coach too, because he can coach those young guys up and, and get them in the right position as well. And it takes great leaders like that in order to have a great team. We'll last two, Blair and then Steve. Go, Blair. Patrick, it's, it's also the first Super Bowl with two former Big 12 quarterbacks are facing off against each other. It's forever, you know, the Big 12 quarterbacks have supported the NFL. So, what is it about the style of the league in the last 10 years since you that, uh, that allows us to have? Yeah, first, I know the SEC's going to be mad because Alabama tries to claim Jalen as well. So uh, they'll, be a, they'll be a little angry about you call him a Big 12 quarterback. But it's, a, it's, a, it's cool, man. I think you saw that three of the quarterbacks in the Final Four were Big 12 quarterbacks. And I think you've, another, you just get past that stigma of, of your air raid quarterback. You don't know how to, uh, how to handle NFL offense. And to see that uh, guys can come from anywhere, man. I think you see that in, in all of football's history. Is players can come from big colleges. They can come from small colleges. Uh, whatever conference that is, and they can have success, is you just got to be willing to work and willing to learn. Um, and that, that's something that I think you see between me and Jalen is you have guys that want to get better and, and want to do whatever they can to win football games. Last two, Stephen and then Dave. With the Brady retiring, a lot of people feel like the baton passes to you truly to be the, the face of the league and the best quarterback in the league. Uh, was that, is that any extra responsibility to you now that he's gone and, and you really are the guy that uh, most people look at as the face of this league? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's not – I don't think any extra responsibility. I mean, I'm just trying to go out there and win football games and win, and win championships, and this is the biggest game of them all. And so uh, it's not about being the face of the league or anything like that. It's about being uh, the best teammate you could possibly be and uh, doing whatever you can to win football games. And that, that other, the other stuff kind of handles itself. And – um, it's, it's obviously a, a good part of it. If you're winning Super Bowls, usually you get a little bit more media and a, little, a few more commercials, I guess you would say. But at the end of the day, man, I just want to get in this building, uh, be with my teammates, and, and go out there and win football games. Last one, Dave. I know you've got a lot of pride in being from Texas, and this is the first time two quarterbacks from Texas have been in the Super Bowl. Do you remember Jalen at all coming out here a little bit ahead of him? And then also, how did Texas go from being in the state of Earl Campbell and Eric Yeah, I think it's just uh, in Texas, it's, it's, it's been a program uh, of, of building football players up for a long time. And they're still the great running backs. They're still the great receivers, uh, the great tight ends, every, whatever you want to say. But I think you've seen with just the way we were taught at a young age and seven on seven and everything like that, the quarterbacks are starting to even become more and more of a thing. Um, but, I mean, we've had guys like Drew Brees and Nick Foles and um, – I mean, Baker, Baker's in the league now, Jalen, uh, me. I mean, there's been guys that have been in the league now, but to have this stage to show what Texas football is all about, uh, I bragged all my PA guys because they, they claim that they have the best state in football because of the history. But I'm like, well, I'm talking about the present. I think Texas has it going right now.
<laughs> All right, that's Patrick Mahomes. Asked quite a bit, of course, about uh, his college days and, and just the, the fact that not only is it the first Super Bowl ever with two black quarterbacks, but the first Super Bowl with uh, two Big 12 quarterbacks. And he, he yeah, mentioned that's a stretch. Hey, Hurts a couple years in Alabama, but he finished his career at Oklahoma. Do you know that Patrick Mahomes was the first Big 12 quarterback ever oh, to win a playoff game? Back in 2019. First one to win a playoff Crazy. game ever. Now, look, people like got all mad because the Big 8 had a bunch of quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm talking about the Big 12. The Big 8 was nothing like the Big 12. There's well, a bunch also, of teams that were different. He was the first Big 12 quarterback to ever win a playoff game. Yeah, also, the Big 12 doesn't carry over a lot of the Big 8 uh, no. stats anyway. But let's go back out there and hear from playoff Frank Clark. Just keep doing the same thing you've been doing. Um, Stay focused on the task. Um, just keep doing it. You know what you've been doing. Don't change nothing. Don't, you know, switch up too much. Don't invite any more, you know, too many more people. I mean, I know it's a Super Bowl, but, you know, just try your best to keep everything the same. Um, at least that's what I'm doing. You is know? that possible? I think it is, you know. Um, I think our coaches do a great job of trying to, you know, mimic the environments that we are in at home, you know, you know, meaning Kansas City to, Try to keep it all the same um, with family, especially. I think that's kind of on us usually. You know, um, that's usually the biggest distraction is families and, you know, people pulling you left and right for events and different things. So I think it's imperative that you just stay focused on the task at hand. It's just playing football, you know, still. You know, we still have a goal. You know, everybody else may not understand that or, you know, they, they may be on party timing, but, um, you know, like the first Super Bowl. You know what I experienced. You know, you got family going out, you got friends going out, you got teammates that's not required to be in the hotel going out. So, you know, it could, you know, have you thinking like, man, damn, I'm missing something. You're not missing nothing. You know, you enjoy way, way much more after the game. You know, when you win. Frank, you guys have played. Just in generally speaking, what does Chris Jones do for the rest of the lineman as a whole? Man, he does a. Uh, I feel like he just does a great job. You know, helping out. You know, making um, players understand the significance. You know the game plan, especially when it's you know directed towards him. Um, I feel like he opens up a lot of opportunities for a lot of those guys inside, especially when he's um, you know causing so much attention to come his way, you know, and things like that. You know, I, we speak on it and we harp on it a lot. You know, um, with the interior guys, you know, we like, yo, Chris getting this, you know, this double team work. You know, the, if if we you know the slides coming this way, we know we gotta take advantage of that. You know, take advantage of a lot of things. So. Um, on that note, I'll be able to talk to you more about it after the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 Frank, made about the, uh, the trash talk that the Bengals had. And a lot of people want to write the narrative that that's why you guys raised your game. And I, and I know all of you, you had your comments, you got the last word in you know, after the game. But as you look back on it, I mean, does that make you play better? Does that, did you rise to another level uh, to, because somebody else uh, talked to you guys down? Um, I feel like, you know, to a certain extent, um, certain players did probably. Um, if you know me, man, I, I kind of play the same type of way usually around this time. And um, it's like one of those things, like, you just got to know who you you playing with. I mean, you got a team who's, you know, speaking of, on certain things, you know, and they speaking on running the AFC or different things like that to that extent. You know, it's, it's just one of those classic examples of, you know, you know, you talking, talk the trash after the game. You know what I mean? That's kind of what we did kind of let them have it. You know, they deserved it, though. I mean, when you beat a team three times in a row, you know, um, you do it decisively. You know, you take the game away after we was up, you know, three of three scores in the you know first half, whatever you want to call it. You know, you have the right to say those different things. You have all this, and it's a game at the end of the day. You know, you want to have fun with it. It's the season, you know, and uh, you want to have fun with it. You know, it's slow to become one of our rivals in the, in the season. You know, unfortunately, 
you know, that's not the team, you know, we're talking about no more. Uh, they got a whole nother year to wait. They got to watch us play some football now, man. So, you know, uh, it's about the Chiefs and the Eagles right about now. Frank, you missed the Eagles game last year. You were hurt that week. Uh, what do you remember about the study for that and maybe what you saw in that game and how much different they are now? Because that was pretty early in the, the regime of the new coaching staff. Yeah, um, it looked like um, Hurts. It looked like he um, he's very, you know, he's way more comfortable in the offensive scheme now. I believe this is his third year in the scheme. Um, 2-6, two, 2-6 six, two, six didn't play last time. I think they have 14 at running back. 2-6 um, didn't play at all. Um, as we know, he's having a great season. I believe he's in at 11 touchdowns, like 12-76, 12-50, something rushing yards. Um, at the end of the day, you know, when you put putting those, those type of numbers, you know, offensively, uh, sorry, um, their quarterback is, he's playing um, like a running back as well. So um, 13 touchdowns. Um, at, at the end of the day, when you're putting up those are like Lamar Jackson numbers in 2009, I mean 2019, if you're not aware, um, when you're putting up those type of numbers offensively, you know, running the ball, rushing the ball, you know, it's going to open up a lot of other things. So in, in turn, you're starting to see the passing game open up for Jalen Hurts. You got a lot of screens and stuff with with um, 88, the tight end, and number six, Devontae Smith. You got um, it's opening up deep ball and shots to 11. Um, it's doing a host of things. They, um, the offensive line is looking pretty strong as a unit. I feel like um, the tackles are playing some good football. Um, Lane, he's playing some of the best football of his career. You know, a vet, veteran guy who's continuing to show what he can do. Um, and like I said, man, this is Jalen Hurst show at the end of the day. If you can, you know, stop what he's doing, you know, you can possibly slow him down. But he's been playing some great football. What are some of the challenges specifically to your uh, position going up against the read option? quarterback that runs the ball so effectively like Jalen Hurts? Well, this is a college um, type of running scheme, you know, the type of offensive scheme. And I don't mean like, you know, the level that they're on. It's just the, you know, you start to see 2013 Ohio State Buckeyes, Jim Trussell, that type of offense, you know, where this type of scheme was getting introduced, you know, early on. Um, I kind of was a part of that group, you know, where this was coming around. So I understand it fully. Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of discipline type of things at the end. Um, he's kind of coming out. Ken, if you remember back then, Jim Trussell, he used to actually always key to the ends. It was a defensive end. He keyed the defensive ends. Um, watched the defensive ends. They were disciplined. If they stayed on the line of scrimmage, read options, read zones, different things like that, um, just to slow them down, read zones with um, screen looks and stuff to see if they ran to the ball and things like that. So. It was um it was a scheme basically to slow down the defensive ends to give them to play a different uh, discipline style of um, game and um, I feel like that's what we're gonna get a lot of um, you got a great offense man they're a very high power they're a high scoring offense second to us but um, at the end of the day when you're able to um, you know do a lot of things that they're able to do give a lot of mixed looks um, you know it, it kind of makes it harder on the defensive line. Yeah, you feel like I love him because of the man he is first, you know, not the coach, um, the man he is. And I feel like if you know him from that standpoint, um, you will be able to test to what I'm saying. Um, a lot of guys know him as a coach, and they only see the coach side of him. I've actually been fortunate enough to see the other side of him, where I've had a lot of conversations with him, you know, from that standpoint, and just, you know, helping me become a better father, helping me understand life a little bit more and some of my tougher situations that I have to endure over the last two years. And um, just sticking by me, you know, understanding that, you know, guys do have, you know, some bad times. Guys do, you know, F up sometimes. But, 
you know, sometimes you got to have, you know, those guys there. You know, it's the guys there for those guys that mess up, you know, are just important, you know, for me. And now for him, I mean, for me, having Coach Reed there, you know, um, was big, you know, because I don't – my father, man, he passed a few years ago, you know what I'm saying? I lost my father in the house fire a few years ago. So, you know, the father figures, you know, are, are there of a lot at times, you know what I mean? And um, having a guy like that, you know, I spend a lot of time with Coach, you know what I mean? We spend – what, 70% of our week we at the building. You know, we ain't here from 8 in the morning to 6 at night sometimes, you know, in campus even longer. So um, I, I spent a lot of time with Andy, and um, we've, we've grown. We have, have a great relationship. So, um, you know, the things we ever talk about on the record and things we talked about off the record have shaped our relationship and, um, you know, brung us so close, man. I feel like I'm able to talk about anything. And just, you know, winning that game, man, was, you know, one of those things. We kind of pissed it off the second year together. You know what I mean? We lost it, you know, out in Tampa Bay last year. You know, Bengals came in and got rid of us. And, you know, just to be able to get back, you know, my fourth year here is just dope. You know what I mean? Uh, the refs, their job is to call the game as fair as possible. I don't ever look past it as that. Um, if it is something else going on, you know, all the politics within, I don't look at that. It's the NFL, man. Um, hopefully they call the game the right way, you know, to the best of their ability. And that's all I can look forward to, man. Frank, this is sort of like a Michigan Wolverine type question. Do you appreciate the school, but Tom Brady is now retired also. Um, you know, I, I wish him nothing but the best, but you know, I mean, he, like he said before, he had his one, you know, that's it. <laughs> that was, uh, so that was Frank, Clark. Frank Clark's asked about Tom Brady's retirement. Um, and if you want to pop that down, CDOT, who's running the board for Nick. How about that? CDOT running the board, baby. That's been a while. That's all the way around. Clutch. That's impressive. No, but how great was that at the end? Uh, Herbie asked uh, Frank Clark. What do you anything you're a Michigan guy? What do you what do you make of Tom Brady retiring? And Frank goes, you know, I I get nothing but the best for Tom. But uh, he got like, his one. like he said, he got his last year. <laughs> and that was all he had to say about it. <laughs> he didn't want to talk. He didn't get anyone. Single give any- most accomplished player in American sports history, probably just like, I you know, whatever. He did not want to give any love. Frank has been all <laughs> business in these last two week press conferences. Yes, which I like it. That's the whole playoff Frank mindset. A lot to get to after we heard from Mahomes, Frank, and Andy Reid. Coming up next, though, I want to talk more about McCole Hardman. Unfortunate news, it sounds like, uh, based on Andy Reid's comments, that McCole Hardman will not be available for the Super Bowl. What does that mean for, for him, his time in Kansas City, and also maybe some better news on the Juju route? We'll get to that coming up next here on Cody and Gold. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.